live right now. Hey, we're live. Everybody got me? Live. Let's go, baby. Every man do their job. 111. Playoff caliber defense. Let's go. No overthinking, right? Go play some ball. Go play some football. It's an exciting time to be a Buffalo Bill and a fan of the Buffalo Bills. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sean McDermott Show, brought to you by ECMC and Kaleida Health, the official health care providers of the Buffalo Bills. I'm Steve Tasker, and of course I'm joined here by the head coach of the Bills, Sean McDermott. Sean, it's great to see you back for another season. I'm looking forward to this one. Well, we are too. We've had a good preseason and uh, we're off to a good start. A lot of energy about our football team inside of our our building as well as outside, and uh, we're anxious to get going. i got to tell you, congratulations on the 4-0 preseason. I know that the record doesn't mean much, but it had to tell you some things about your team. Well, it did. I mean, you know, it's, it's better to be 4-0 than 0-4 and have some concerns, but we, and we still have concerns, right? It's early in the season. There's some unknowns. Uh, there's unknowns about our opponent uh, this week, and I think that's natural for every season. But how do we handle those unknowns is uh, we get back to being who we are and uh, being a good, fundamentally strong football team. Yeah, and it, you got a little vote of, I don't know, confidence or a vote of encouragement by a lot of your players who couldn't make your team or playing for other teams. I mean, you almost led the league in guys who were claimed off the waiver wire because of your depth. And it really does say some good things about the roster you guys have put together. Yeah, it does. And, and that's what you want. I mean, going into our third season now, you want people looking at our roster and, and how we do things and uh, whether it be on the field or off the field and, and saying, hey, that guy can help us. And that may not have been necessarily the case in the, in the early years, in the first two years. But um, each and every year you want people looking at not only our personnel but also what we're doing schematically on the field and then off the field as well. Well, when you, you turn things over, you've got new faces. And one of the things you've always said from the very beginning is you guys got to play like a group, like a family. got to be pulling in the same direction. But with a lot of new faces, that's always a huge you know, hurdle to overcome. How is that going along? And continuity was a challenge, um, and, it's, and it remains a challenge with some guys hurt, uh, with some of the guys we had hurt in the spring, and, and it's mostly been on the offensive side of the ball, but I like what we were able to experience together as a team this, this preseason with the, with the trip to Carolina and, and how good that was for us and, and the challenge that, that that posed to us as a football team. Then we were on the road again the next week um, in Detroit in a nationally televised game, and we were down early in the game. It was, it was not the way we designed it, but we, but we made it through. We pushed through it, and at half we were up. And, and so there were some really good situations we experienced as a team. And then to play the way we did, um, with the back end of our roster uh, against the Vikings in the fourth preseason game and to win at home in the way we won uh, just, I think, brings a lot of energy to our team and, and, and to this community. You've done some revamping of the, off, of the uh, roster, particularly on the offensive side of the ball in particular. I'm, I'm going to get the offensive line in a minute, but your running backs are all new faces. Frank Gore, the oldest of the old running backs. T.J. Yeldon, a proven veteran who brings something to the table as a five-year guy. And then you've got a brand, a newbie, in Devin Singletary, you've got the spectrum of age covered in the running back room, but they're all new to your team. They are, and they all bring something just a little bit different, uh, one from the other. But um, Frank brings veteran presence, uh, veteran leadership. He's he's hard uh, to tackle, but he's also hard on himself, which is um, I don't want to say good to see, but it's it, it, it's it's no surprise when you get to know Frank why he's been so successful and has played as long as he's played. Um, and to use that as an example to our young players, in this case, Devin Singletary, who's in the same position meeting room, uh, who watches Frank, uh, Frank's every move just about, that's, that bodes well for Devin's development as well. And then TJ, 
Um, you know, he had the early fumble in preseason. Uh, he paid the price for it. Didn't see the field after that, that first preseason game. But what a great way he handled that. Uh, he came back in games two and games three and really, really played well. Yeah, you talk about the off, the off running backs playing well, but the offensive line has been a big part of it. It's been a big part of the focus in the offseason. Seven of ten guys that you kept, a big number of offensive linemen, seven of them are brand new to the team, four new starters. What are the traits that you were looking for in those guys? Certainly big, strong, physical athletes, yeah. but what about the – the intangible side of it. Yeah, I mean, guys that, you know, not afraid to work hard. They, they really, to me, define uh, what an offensive line should look like. Work ethic, blue collar, tough. Um, hey, you hit me in the mouth, I'm going to come back and hit you in the mouth. That type of mentality, that type of personality. And you saw some of that, I think, in, at moments in the preseason. Uh, we saw it through the spring and, and through training camp on the practice field, but it came out in some games as well during the uh, during the preseason game. So still a lot of work to do, but I like the direction we're headed up front. Okay, so last year, uh, one of the strengths of your team was your defense. Number two overall in yards given up, really a, a strong unit for you. You get 10 of 11 starters back. How do you improve on that group? What, what's your plan for getting even more out of that? Yeah, I think, I think the key right now is well, really back when we started training camp, Steve, is don't get comfortable. Just because we have the continuity, don't get comfortable with that. I thought there were some moments where, where we got the ball driven on us a little bit. And, and so still a lot of work to do. But I, again, I like the, the way that uh, we're doing things on defense. I like the direction we've, we're heading. And, and uh, it all starts up front on the defensive line as well as the offensive line, as we talked about. And, and we've got to have a good defensive front to have a good defense. Okay, as a result, you got a new roster, a bunch of new guys. 25 of the guys on your 53 are in their first two years in the National Football League. What's that say about your team? Is that a philosophical choice, or did you just yeah. find 25 guys you really like? Well, you know, with young guys, uh, there's a risk with young guys, right, or inexperience. And, and that, look, it's true for all of us. There was a first time for me, and there was a first time for you. And, and so there's no substitute for experience. But with youth comes energy, and with youth comes um, determination and, and, and a freshness to our, to our football team, and I think that's good. Within that, though, we've got to have a kind of a layer of older veteran experienced players that have been around and because that's some most of the time where your leaders come from and, and where the direction of the team and the ownership uh, and the buy-in really comes from. Sean, thanks for taking a couple of minutes in a hectic week one of the regular season. Congratulations on a nice preseason. and We're looking forward to a lot of weeks of wins and ups and downs, and we'll get through them all together. It's going to be fun. <laughs> it will be fun. Thanks, Steve. All right. Coming up, quarterback Matt Barkley asks his teammates about their opening weekend memories on Chill with the Bills. But next, Eric Wood helps me break down our week one matchup with the Jets in the film room. Choppin' Wood is presented by St. Bonaventure University, the official education provider of the Buffalo Bills. Welcome back everybody to the Sean McDermott Show. Now the regular season is finally upon us and we're going to be here every week breaking down some game tape, and to help us do that is going to be Pro Bowl center Eric Wood. We're going to call this segment Chopping Wood. Eric, thanks so much for taking some time to be with us. This is my pleasure. As a former player, I feel like I can give a little bit better perspective on these plays than maybe Coach can because he's not trying to reveal schemes. He's not trying to reveal concepts, game plans, and all that. I'm not sitting in meetings anymore, so I'm not <laughs> spoiling the action. I'm not spoiling game plans. This is purely me and my knowledge of football trying to get the fans some insights. 
Well, let's kick things off with some Josh Allen tape. We'll take a look at him here. He's been working on his touch. Last year, we know he's got, he showed off the big arm. One of his criticisms was how he handled touch passes. This corner route to Tommy Sweeney really shows that off. Tommy Sweeney, the rookie seventh round draft pick out of Boston College, he really showed his playmaking ability in the preseason, known more for his hands than necessary his playmaking ability as far as getting open, but he seemed to have found a knack for finding space and Josh Allen releases this ball just as he's breaking out, puts perfect touch under it. And these types of plays, with the with the way the Bills should be able to run the football this year with their offensive line and the talent they have at tailback, like right here, they have to honor Singletary in the backfield on the play action. Well, then these throws, if Josh Allen can continue to progress and put touch on it like this, these will be very, very tough to stop as the year goes on. One more play uh, on Josh Allen, Eric. This time he does show off the big arm that he has, but he also shows off his accuracy, which has always been a bugaboo. People say he can't put it in a tight window. This is a pretty tight window. It is a tight window, and the Carolina Panthers show a double A gap mugged look. This is something that Sean McDermott ran when he was at Carolina. It's four defensive linemen and the two linebackers sitting right in the A gap. The Bills run a three by one formation with three wide receivers up towards the top of the screen you see here, and just Tommy Sweeney down on the bottom side of the screen. And, and Josh Allen knows that if that linebacker bails out of that A-gap on that side, depending on where he goes, that's where he's going with the football. And that guy, 57, he goes towards the running back, and, and Josh Allen knows that Tommy Sweeney at that point has leverage on the defensive back to that side. These windows get tight as you get down towards the red zone, towards this side of the field. These windows get tight, and this is great development from Josh Allen in year two. Let's transition to Sam Darnold. Let's explore some plays he made in his lone start against the Buffalo Bills last season. Here's the first one. Yeah, Sam Darnold, he channels in his inner Fran Tarkenton here. He is moving around the pocket, but he has his eyes down the field the entire time. And Trey White, as you can see if you follow him throughout that play, it ends up being 10 seconds from snap to throw. And Trey White stalks the very talented Robbie Anderson the entire time. But at the end, 10 seconds is way too long to be able to cover a guy. Kyle and Jerry run a stunt at the line of scrimmage and almost get home. They flush him from the pocket. Kyle ends up taking a huge shot there. And Tremaine Edmonds almost delivers a huge blow to Darnold, but he keeps his eyes down the field, able to complete this for a touchdown. On this final play, less than two minutes left in the game, big time throw from Darnold, and this was huge in giving the Jets a chance to win this game. It was a huge play, and it was a huge throw and a huge catch, and Trey White does an incredible job. It's a single high look, so the Trey White is not gonna get beat over the top and he stalks Robbie Anderson stride for stride and Sam Darnold puts a perfectly placed ball and he gets some protection here. You see at left guard there, they had Spencer Long in, new Buffalo Bills acquired interior offensive lineman, but he does a good job on Kyle and they end up getting enough time and he delivers a perfect pass to the sideline, virtually uncoverable because Trey White was in absolute perfect position. If anything, potentially get his head around a touch quicker, maybe get his hand up, but these back shoulder throws right down the field like that, away from the safety, are extremely tough to defend. Eric, that's great stuff. We're really looking forward to having you. Thanks for being here, and I can't wait to break down more film with you in the weeks to come. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Looking forward to the game this weekend and looking forward to breaking down more film in the future with you, Steve. After the break, Chill with the Bills takes us through our players' first NFL game experiences.
Later on, Sportsology examines the science behind some of the most exciting plays of the preseason. Chill with the Bills is presented by Bud Light, game day's favorite light lager. What's up, Bill fans? Quarterback Matt Barkley here. We have our season opener coming up on September 8th at MetLife against the Jets. Let's take a look around the locker room, see what guys had to say about their favorite memory from any season opener from high school, college, pro game. Let's hear what they have to say. Favorite, top, best, ultimate, unique season opener, what you got? I got you. So my freshman year of high school, I had to start at quarterback. I was scared to death. Well, you started at quarterback, quarterback. not cornerback. Quarterback. And so I'm out there, probably about the third play of the game. They blitz. I close my eyes. I throw the ball. Touchdown. He catches it and runs about 30 yards. I just closed my eyes. And, and so you weren't even supposed to be playing. He threw a touchdown. He threw a touchdown. First drive of the game. I was so scared. Oh, I closed my eyes, man. That's what, that's what happens when I'm at court. Please don't close your eyes this season opener when you go to make a tackle for a loss, okay? Gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. All right, here with John Brown, a.k.a. Smoke, because he's so fast. There's just a smoke trail wherever we go. Favorite game day season opener. What's your favorite memory? Oh, my favorite memory was my rookie year when I was in Arizona. Played Monday night, and, you know, I started, you know, as a rookie. You know, it was a tough game, and, you know, I ended up scoring the game winner. So, you know, that's a memory, you know, to always remember. Hey, can I do his uh, favorite touchdown dance? We got, we got Trey White imitating smoke. What do you got? What do you got? Hey, no, no, no. This is his favorite touchdown celebration. He caught the ball. He going <laughs> That was perfect. Favorite opening day memory, what you got? I really wouldn't call it my favorite opening day, but I remember uh, my first ever time running out of a tunnel. At USC at the Coliseum? Is that what it was? No, it was at Cal Berkeley at home in the Memorial Stadium. You've been there. We've beaten you there. Um, Didn't beat me there. there. I'm older than you. We're like, we're like 15 yards apart in age, so. Wow. Uh, running, running out of the, out of the first time at Memorial Stadium, and I was just dead tired for the first whole series because I screamed from one end zone to the other end zone, and I was out of breath. Just so hyped. Just, just hyped, and so now I don't do it anymore. Hey, let's bring that same hype. This you don't opener. You tired on the first play, do you? <laughs> I just told you what happened. We want you at your best. That's why I don't do it. So, yeah, I won't, I won't be that hyped, but I'll be, I'll be hyped. Great memory. Thanks, Renzo. Thank you. Thanks for that look into the locker room, guys. In a new segment to the Sean McDermott Show, we crunch the numbers on some of Buffalo's biggest plays of the preseason in Sportsology. That's next. When sports fans talk about football, the word physicality usually comes to mind, but fans rarely use the word physics. In our Sportsology segment, we're gonna get into the science behind some of the biggest impact plays of the Bills preseason. Bills Sportsology is presented by ECMC, bringing hope and healing to Western New York. Welcome to this week's Sportsology. Let's begin by taking a look at the completion probability of a Josh Allen pass to rookie tight end Tommy Sweeney against the Panthers. First and 10 from midfield. Allen drops back 6.77 yards. It takes the Bills quarterback 2.8 seconds to throw the ball. When Allen releases the pass, there are 2.98 yards of separation between Sweeney and the Carolina defender. 
By the time Sweeney makes the catch, the window is narrowed down to just .85 of a yard. So what was the probability of completing that pass? Just 35.1%. For our next play, we'll take a look at the top speed Christian Wade reaches in his first ever carry in an NFL game. First and 10 from the Buffalo 35. Wade takes a handoff at the 30-yard line and immediately cuts to the right. The offensive line did a great job creating a hole that was 10.94 yards wide for Wade to run through. He outraces the safety to the end zone, covering 78.54 yards on the 65-yard touchdown run. But what was Wade's peak speed on the play? 21.01 miles per hour. With a look at this week's Sportsology, I'm John Murphy. Coach and I discuss how the team is preparing for its week one matchup against the New York Jets. That's next on The Sean McDermott Show. Game Preview is presented by Independent Health. From your everyday to your unexpected, that's the red shirt treatment. I'm Maddie Glad. I'm here with this week's Game Preview. The Bills open the 2019 season on the road with a game against the Jets in Week 1. The AFC foe made several off-season moves in an effort to revamp their team, including hiring new head coach Adam Gase. Looking at how the Jets fared last season, they finished fourth in the AFC with a record of four wins and 12 losses. The biggest addition to their roster has to be the versatile former Pittsburgh Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell. When Bell last hit the field in 2017, he totaled 1,291 yards on the ground and had 85 receptions for 655 yards. The running back had 11 total touchdowns. The Bills also reworked their team in efforts to help the offense and second-year quarterback Josh Allen. That meant adding targets like Cole Beasley and John Brown. Beasley played in two preseason games, catching all five targets for 57 yards. The former Cowboy will be a great asset to the second-year QB. On defense, the Bills add first-rounder Ed Oliver to their defensive line. Oliver is the third first-round rookie to start in Week 1 in the McDermott era, next to Trey White and Tremaine Edmonds. When the two teams hit the field on Sunday afternoon, it's safe to say the two will look very different from last season. Steve, back to you. Thanks so much, Matty. Appreciate it. Now let's get a few last-minute thoughts from Sean. Coach, opening day, you've had a ton of these in your career. Um, any really memorable opening games of your career as if you remember well I one remember of the my first one here as a head coach uh, I remember kind of the smell in the air coming out of the of the ad pro building and and heading over to the stadium and and uh, I was I was nervous I was anxious probably better said and uh, not knowing how it's going to go and uh, I think that's true there's some unknowns every season this season no different and and so but there is there is value in experience um, having been there before and 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 uh I think that'll help us going forward. Well, you get the Jets right out of the gate. It's an important division rival. Is that is that a plus? Is that a minus? I mean, you got to play them sometime. Well, division in the division, it's it's important. Uh, right out of the gate, we get a division opponent uh, at their place, and and so they'll have the advantage as far as the crowd and, and the energy and all that type of stuff. And we know that, and it's never easy going there. And and uh, they're a good opponent with some new pieces that that they uh, went out and got this off season. So um, we'll be challenged. 
This is your third season opener as head coach of the Bills. What's the biggest change? I would say probably the biggest change is our roster um, compared to that first year. Um, just a different team overall, and, and you're starting to see the culture really come through and the standard. I think these guys have done, the players and staff have just done a phenomenal job in, in terms of establishing the standard uh, and how that doesn't change uh, no matter where we play or when we play. All right, Sean, thanks so much. That's great insight. Can't wait to see you guys play on opening day. And thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Sean McDermott Show. We'll be back next week. We'll recap the Jet game and look forward to the Week 2 matchup with the New York Giants. Have a great weekend, everybody. The Sean McDermott Show is sponsored by Independent Health. From your everyday to your unexpected, that's the Red Shirt Treatment. And by Yancey's Fancy, New York's artisan cheese, the official cheese of the Buffalo Bills.